Sensory Reception and Processing Have you ever thought how do you feel the climatic changes in the environment? How do you see an object and its color? How do you hear a sound? The sensory organs detect all types of changes in the environment and send appropriate signals to the CNS where all the inputs are processed and analyzed. Signals are then sent to different parts or centers of the brain. This is how you sense changes in the environment. Sense Organs We smell things by our nose, taste by tongue, hear by ear, and see objects by eyes. Well, thank you for telling us. The nose contains mucus-coated receptors which are specialized for receiving the sense of smell and are called olfactory receptors. These are made up of olfactory epithelium that consists of three kinds of cells. The neurons of the olfactory epithelium extends from the outside environment directly into a pair of broad bean-sized organs called olfactory bulb, which are extensions of the brain's limbic system. Both nose and tongue detect dissolved chemicals. The chemical senses of gustation, which is taste, and olfactory, which is smell, are functionally similar and interrelated. The tongue tastes, detects taste through taste buds containing gustatory receptors which uh, with each taste of food or sip of drink, the brain integrates the differential input from the taste buds and a complex flavor is perceived. In the following sections, you will be introduced to the structure and functioning of the eye, which is sensory organ for vision, and the ear, which is a sensory organ for hearing. Eye Our paired eyes are located in sockets of the skull called orbits. A brief account of structure and functions of the human eye is given in the following sections. Part of an eye The adult human eyeball is nearly a spherical structure. The wall of the eyeball is composed of three layers. The external layer is composed of a dense connective tissue and is called the sclera. The anterior portion of this layer is called the cornea. The middle layer, choroid, contains many blood vessels and looks bluish in color. The choroid layer is thin over the posterior two-thirds of the eyeball, but it becomes thick in the anterior part to form as the to form the ciliary body the ciliary body itself continues forward to form a pigmented and opaque structure called the iris which is the visible colored portion of the ear, eye the eyeball contains a transparent crystalline lens which is held in place by ligaments attached to a ciliary, ciliary body in front of the lens the aperture is surrounded by iris is called the pupil. The diameter of the pupil is regulated by the muscle fibers of iris. The inner layer is the retina and it contains three layers of neural cells from inside to outside. Ganglion cells, bipolar cells and photoreceptor cells. There are two types of photoreceptor cells namely rods and cones. These cells contain the light-sensitive proteins called the photopigments. The daylight or photopic vision and color vision 
are functions of cones and twilight scotopic vision is the function of the rods. The rods contain a purplish red protein called the rhodopsin or visual purple which contains a derivative of vitamin A. In the human eye, there are three types of cones which possess their own characteristic photopigments that respond to red, green and blue lights. The sensations of different colors are produced by various combinations of these cones and their photopigments. When these cones are stimulated equally, a sensation of white light is produced. The optic nerves leave the eye and the retinal blood vessels enter it at a point medial to and slightly above the posterior pole of the eyeball. Photoreceptor cells are not present in that region and hence it is called the blind spot. At the posterior pole of the eye lateral to the blind spot, there is a yellowish pigmented spot called the macula lutea with a central pit called the fovea. The fovea is a thinned out portion of the retina where only the cones are densely packed. It is the point where the visual acuity or the resolution is the greatest. The space between the cornea and the lens is called the aqueous chamber and contains a thin watery fluid called aqueous humor. The space between the lens and the retina is called the vitreous chamber and is filled with a transparent gel called vitreous humor. Mechanism of vision The light rays in visible wavelength focused on the retina through the cornea and lens generates potential or impulses in rods and cones. As mentioned earlier, the photosensitive compounds or photopigments in the human eyes is composed of opsin, a protein, and retinal, an aldehyde of vitamin A. Light induces dissociation of the retinal from the opsin resulting in changes in the structure of the opsin. This causes membrane permeability changes. As a result, potential differences are generated in the photoreceptor cells. This produces a signal that generates action potential in the ganglion cells through the bipolar cells. These action potentials or impulses are transmitted by the optic nerves to the visual cortex area of the brain, where the neural impulses are analyzed and the image formed on the retina is recognized based on earlier memory and experience. Mm -hmm.